In this episode, we talk about how to build or rebuild your self-confidence. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at a question that comes from a listener. So Caitlin reached out to the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps if you want your own question featured or answered on the show. She reached out to the podcast and she wanted to know how she can rebuild her self-confidence after having toxic relationships with people. So people who shoot down everything you have to say, people who make you feel small, people who try everything in their power to bully and break you because they themselves are broken. How, after going through that, can you start to rebuild your self-confidence? So I want to talk about that in today's episode, and it is going to be a good one. So make sure you stick around for that. Now, before we jump into that episode, though, if you've been struggling to take consistent daily action towards your goals or if you feel like you're always in the process of starting over from scratch, I get it. I've been there myself and there's nothing more frustrating than taking the time to find a goal get this whole plan built, and then 30 days later, you've got nothing to show for it. Now, I've found that in my own life and in the life of people who listen to this show, there's one main reason why we don't achieve the goals that we set. And inside my new course, The Consistency Code, I'm going to teach you exactly what that reason is and what you can do about it. Throughout the course, we discuss things like why we all struggle with consistency, the two key processes that lead to habit formation, why starting small might be the key to success, why smart goals may not work for you, and the little-known goal-setting method you should use instead, how to break down your goals into their key behaviors, how to identify points of failure before they become a problem, and so much more. To learn more, head over to www.consistencycourse.com and enroll today. That's www.consistencycourse.com, www.consistencycourse.com. All right, so Caitlin asks, how can she start to rebuild her self-confidence after toxic relationships? And this really got me thinking about how we build self-confidence in the first place, right? How did we get to that place where we had confidence in ourselves, where we had trust in ourselves? Because we can't really rebuild something we don't fully understand. And the truth is we got there over time, over a long period of time throughout the life we've lived so far, we've had enough evidence evidence to prove to ourselves that it is worth trusting ourselves. And that's ultimately where self-confidence comes from. It's the history. It's knowing throughout our past that every time we've trusted ourselves, or when we have trusted ourselves, we've been able to benefit from it. We've been able to gain from it. We've been able to learn something from it. So trust comes from history. Trust comes from having that relationship with ourselves, knowing that we can do something because we've done it in the past. That's how we built it up the first time was just 
over a long period of time, making those small decisions, which led to bigger decisions, which led to bigger decisions and pulling from that confidence chest. Now, we have discussed this topic in the past, but I want to revisit it because I think that it's important now more than ever. It's more important than ever right in this moment right now when so much of our lives are shifting so much about the world and the societies we live in are shifting. It's important to have that self-confidence and having a better understanding of how it all works can dramatically improve our ability to rely on it and build it. So here's what I want you to do. Close your eyes unless you're driving. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. Uh, But if you are not driving, if you're not doing something that might be dangerous, if you have a few seconds, close your eyes with me right now. And I want you to picture a treasure chest. So picture like an old school, like pirate's treasure chest, right? With all the gold, like spilling out of the chest right now, your treasure chest. If you are trying to rebuild your self-confidence, that confidence chest is empty. There's not a single penny inside. Now, when the chest gets full, if you picture that overflowing gold in the the pirate's treasure chest, when that gets full, when you get to that point, you'll have the level of self-confidence you're looking for, whatever that might be for you. So right now it's empty or right now it's at half or right now it's at a quarter. It depends where you're starting, but right now it is not full and full represents that level of self-confidence you're looking for. So now we need to ask ourselves if there is this confidence chest in the middle of this room and it is not full and we need it to be full in order to get the level of self-confidence that we're looking for, then we just need to ask ourselves, how do we fill it? Well, we fill it the exact same way that you would fill an actual treasure chest. You make deposits. Now, what are deposits? Well, a deposit is all the moments where you choose to trust yourself, where you choose to be confident and it actually works out. All of those little moments throughout your life where you give yourself that grace, give yourself that trust and it works out. That is a deposit. That is where you are ultimately going to pull back on. That is the history we're trying to build or rebuild. So the way we fill that chest is to make deposits. And those deposits are all of those moments where we choose to trust ourselves and it works. So we just need to make deposits. How do we do that? Well, we start small. Picture yourself as a kid. If your eyes are still closed, go there with me. You're in your room as a child. And maybe you've got a piggy bank. How do you fill that piggy bank as a kid? Well, you don't. Well, you don't have a lot. You don't have a lot of money right now. You're a child. You have no way of making money. So you put a penny in. You put a nickel when you get one. Really, you put whatever you can find in the couch cushions or from your allowance, wherever you're able to get money every now and then when you have a birthday, that's where you're getting that money. You're just putting a little at a time, whatever you're able to. But because you're a kid, you're never able to put a hundred dollars. You're never able to put a thousand dollars unless you're like a super smart Bitcoin kid or something like that. So we need to take that same principle, the thing that we inherently understood as children, and apply it here to our confidence chest. 
We just need to make deposits, but we don't have a lot to work with right now. We don't have the self-confidence to work with. We don't have the self-trust to work with. We don't have a source of that right now because the chest is empty. We don't have any way to pull from something in order to drive the self-confidence required to take actions that would then create the deposits we're looking for. So how do we do it? Well, we deposit what we can. The chest is empty. And depending on where you are starting in this, whether you've got a half full chest, a quarter full chest, an empty chest, depending on where you are starting with this, that's the level of deposit that you're able to make right now. Now, what I mean by that is in order to make a deposit, you need to pull on anything that you can find for that self-confidence. You need to withdraw a tiny bit to be able to make the decision required to get the deposit. So deposit what you can. If you don't have a lot to work with right now, try just being confident about what you wear today. Try just being confident about what you eat for dinner. Try just being confident about your decision to go for a walk. Find these things that are so small, so unrelated, so simple, and so ridiculous feeling that it will not matter either way and treat them as though they require an enormous amount of confidence from you. Treat them as, as something that you are making a choice to do and you are going to stick with and feel good about regardless of how it plays out. Do that and when it works out, you will have a deposit. But when it doesn't work out, it won't matter because it's so small, because it doesn't affect anything. Now, this is going to take a while. You're going to have to make a lot of very tiny deposits. You're not able to build an enormous confidence chest very quickly based on tiny deposits. But before we can make an investment to solve a much bigger problem and we can withdraw enough confidence from that chest in order to apply it to this problem we're trying to solve so we can feel confident in that before we can make that withdrawal so we can invest we first need to have the funds. We need to have that chest at whatever level is required for that decision. So make the small deposits every single day. Whatever it is you're able to do, focus on being confident in it, no matter how tiny or unrelated it feels, because it doesn't matter if you're confident in any specific field right now. It doesn't matter about, oh, I wanna be more confident at work. The truth is you need to be more confident in your life. Being more confident in your life will lead to you being more confident at work because it comes down to, am I confident in myself? Do I trust myself? Do I feel like I'm worthy of that trust? If I don't feel that, if I'm not there, then no part of my life is going to have the kind of confidence that I need. So first, you need to learn how to trust yourself again. And we do that by making tiny deposits, baby steps. Treat it as a child with a piggy bank. Then, as the chest builds up, as you've gotten those deposits, as you've experienced what it can be like to be confident in your choices, confident in the way that you act, confident in the way that you speak, as you experience that, then you can withdraw from that chest in those moments when it really matters. When you're at work and somebody asks your opinion, when a friend is relying on you, when it truly is important that's when you'll have the balance in your confidence chest to be able to withdraw from it and rely on it 
in those moments. And that is how we build or rebuild self-confidence. And I know we used this confidence chest visual throughout, but just to very clearly and plainly explain it, it's not about a chest, obviously. We have a store of confidence and that confidence comes from doing things that have worked out. It comes from evidence. It comes from the history. If we have a history of making bad decisions, we're naturally going to be less confident in our future decisions. If we have a history of making good decisions, we're naturally going to be more confident in our future decisions. If things always work out for us, we're going to be confident that things will always work out for us. If things always don't work out for us, we're going to be confident that it won't. That store of confidence requires doing things, being confident and having them work out. And it's hard to do that when we're not confident, but we can get there by focusing on these small things that aren't that critical and building up that history over a period of time. So I hope this helps Caitlin. And for those of you listening, I hope it helps you too. If you want to have your own question answered on the show, I would love to connect with you. Head over to Instagram at Tiny Leaps. That's the podcast. Give the page a follow and shoot me a message. I would love to get in a conversation with you. And who knows, maybe your question will be a future episode. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day.